Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys, welcome. How's it going, Sage? Uh, you know, <laughs> ready, getting ready for um summer. I you're am... getting ready for the best month ever. Correction. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's um Gemini season is approaching. Last time of year. Yeah, how are you feeling about your birthday this year? Uh, honestly, I don't really plan on doing anything. I just want to sleep and eat. And I'll probably, well, I'm not taking the day off. Um, So I'll probably just go to work, take a nap, go to the gym, and maybe go get food after the gym. But it's looking like it's going to be a chill year this year. Yeah, that's what I feel like this year is giving, really. (laughs) (laughs) Chill vibes. I feel like the older you get, the less exciting. Until you get, like, to, like, 30. And then after that, it's like, okay, we're really old. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like I don't even care to, like, do any, like, the brunches and stuff like that. Like, I'd rather just plan a vacation or a trip and go on vacation and then call it a day. Yeah. Because everything else, trying to figure out, oh, are you coming? Are you coming? And then the whole splitting of bills and all that stuff, I don't got time for that. Yeah, it does really get really ghetto. I try to keep my birthday small for that reason, but I will say my older brother has been coming through every birthday and just paying for everything. So that's been, you know, the nice thing, but I think that moving forward, I will not be doing much for my birthday either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know no, I feel like mm, I'll go on a trip that right. way if you want to come on the trip here's all the information you want to book you book you don't don't matter I'm gonna yeah. just book and be out why are birthdays like such a pivotal like moment and testament to like all friendships and right <laughs> every like relationship possible <laughs> you know people end up stuff over not saying happy birthday. I'm a person, depending on who you are, like, you might have a lot going on that day and I genuinely forgot. There's no reason for our friendship to be over because I genuinely had a lot going on and forgot. As long as I said something, like, each. Yeah, But if you're that true. person that's just tapping through on Instagram and watching people say happy birthday to me, you don't say nothing on purpose. That's a different story. Yeah, it's giving petty. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. I mean, like, there are some people that are like, oh, well, you better say happy birthday to me before X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, man, most of the time, I don't even remember what day of the week it is. Like, I thought it was Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) It's about to be Friday. Like, come on. Oh, wait, no, it's Wednesday. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) wow this week i feel like the week after break always feels like the longest week after like you come back from vacation or been on a break Mm -hmm. yeah how is the school system treating you (laughs) Mm, i got a new job it's a part-time that will probably transition into full-time god willing Um, yes (laughs) yes and I'll eventually be leaving the school. I don't know when yet. Because I like it. But at the same time, it's a little... Mm. 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 
<laughs> the uh, the uh is, a, is really short for <laughs> very much so. Even though we we established we wouldn't be saying things are ghetto, that actually is <laughs> <laughs> that oh, actually is. Yeah, no. How is the new job treating you? I know last you time know, I think you were just starting, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just putting boundaries in place because it's like my job is very flexible but also it can get very stressful if you take on more than what you think you can by being nice so I've just been telling people no and saying sorry I can't take this client on or I'm not going to this town so just being very firm of the things that I want to do and not willing to do and I feel like that's the only way I'm going to make it as a therapist. And I was saying it to myself the other day, like, damn, like, it's like you want to help people and do as much as you can, but you really realize that you got to put yourself first. (laughs) Sorry to all these men. That's really true. (laughs) No, like a thousand percent. Yeah, no, especially because if they see that you're willing and will keep taking stuff on, then they're just going to keep using you as a person and be like, oh, well, see, Gina always takes this client, so can you take this one more? Can you take yeah, no, more? yeah. Can you take one more? Not happening. Yeah. Or the client's families be like, well, you made an exception this time, so can we just do this time moving forward? And I'm like, no. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, People want me to do like visits and stuff after five, and I'm like, I don't work after four. So there's that. You know, especially not waking up and being up early. That's too much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not happening. That's. But see, that's also why I don't be doing exceptions. If it's after a certain time or after the time period in which we were supposed to meet, uh, nope, we'll try again another day. <laughs> no yeah it's not worth it then it's like people who have a sense of entitlement once they get started they really push and push until they can't push anymore so I just decided that it's not happening at this job sorry (laughs) I agree a hundred percent yeah Anywho, guys, so in this episode today, we will be talking about, of course, you know, where all great things start, Twitter. We came (laughs) across this tweet, and we felt like, you know, especially as a member of the Black woman community, you know, Black girl magic, all that good stuff, very, very, um, elite community I would say (laughs) we (laughs) came across this tweet and I felt like sharing it and kind of discussing because I feel like this is a topic that is always on my timeline or really like just amongst the black community really and it has to do with dating it's it's ghetto but um this woman that is, I guess her username is Amari Crot. She goes by in charge of the girls. 
So you already know what type of time she's on. <laughs> she says, I pay attention to who marries black women, but I don't care who black men, who black women marry. As little girls, we probably all assumed that our future families would look exactly like our own families. I know I did. Then you grow up and realize that might not happen. Black men can do whatever they want to do, can date whomever they want to, and black women are supposed to sit still and just wait. Forget that. I know it isn't an easy thing because the scrutiny and this community is crazy, but go get love where it's reciprocated loves. And I just felt like this was very, very reflective of what dating or like the, the thoughts about interracial dating is at this time. Yeah. Um, it just, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I feel like she said a lot. Um, especially yeah. with the, I pay attention to who marries black women, but I don't care who black women marry. Mm-hmm. Um, which to me, this points out the fact that people are always paying attention to who is proposing to a black woman as opposed to not paying attention to the fact that there's people that there's certain groups and certain people that won't propose to black women. Mm -hmm. But I think it also negates the fact that there are a lot of black men that marry black women. Like Mm -hmm. that's not a anomaly anomaly. I can't speak Mm -hmm. amongst our community. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I definitely pay attention to who marries black women at the same time. It's usually most of the time black men. Um, But I also notice like, oh, when it's, you know, a different race and like, I don't really care who black marry, black women marry, but I think she points like puts on a, a good point that, you know, like as children, we really rethink of like our concept of family is really like a black structure or having someone of some type of african-american descent and it it kind of like i guess for us as a community like opens our eyes to what we're our idea of what family looks like and kind of expanding it because you know like they say in the future you know black people or white people are going to look different we're going to have a lot of biracial people and etc and I think that in raising our daughters and you know sons it is important to kind of shed light that you know ideas that families might look different whether it's gender or sex or I mean they're really the same but people classify them differently gender and sex (laughs) and race and ethnicity like those are things that we have to kind of start opening our minds to and also the minds of those to come yeah I think I agree I feel like um another part of her tweet that really stood out to me was the black men can do whatever they want (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's always an issue or it's made a big deal um, like, for instance, Eve and, um, what was it, Venus or Serena Williams? 
don't Serena. Don't come for me, guys. Serena. <laughs> Serena. <laughs> um, but like even Serena Williams, it's made a big deal that they married black um they didn't marry black men. And mm-hmm. I think I remember reading something about Serena writing um doing an interview where she said it's not that she didn't date black men or doesn't like don't like she doesn't like black men. But I feel like it's so irritating that black women constantly have to explain this, whereas black men date across the board, whoever, whatever, do whatever they want. But it's never, oh, well, you know, why didn't you marry well a black woman? Why didn't you date a black woman? And if, mm-hmm. it, if that is questioned, then the question usually is coming from a black woman that's curious. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's never like, it's never other people asking. Yeah, I would agree. And I I find it interesting because it's like, do you feel like as a young girl, like uh, dating or marrying a different race was something that was even like a concept that was introduced to you? Nah. Or did, yeah. <laughs> nah. And that's no. why, like, that's kind of why I feel like maybe like younger as younger, you know, children, like, I feel like the concept of interracial dating for me was not an option, really, like, it wasn't even a thought that was, like, you know, introduced, so I feel like that agenda, like, the Black woman already has, like, this agenda of keeping this Black family structure together, and it, like, falls on, of course, the Black woman, it's crazy, because, yeah, no. but I feel like part of that is also because, I mean, specifically for us in our culture, women are raised to be wives, whereas men mm-hmm. are raised to, I don't, I don't know what they raised to do. I'm not a man, nor am I a Haitian man, so I wasn't raised mm-hmm. in our culture. But from what I have seen, mm-hmm. they are more so a baby than put on a pedestal. Um, and I feel like the only across the diaspora, I always Mm -hmm. say it wrong, but across the diaspora, I feel like the only culture that really instills in their men to marry within their culture, within their race, not even within their race, within their culture is West African men. Yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) Because, you know, with Haitians, they'll be like, oh, blah, blah translation oh you went and got somebody white and it mm-hmm. it don't even be somebody white it'll be somebody hispanic or somebody indian like any other race that's not haitian they it's consider white because <laughs> you're not haitian which makes no sense um it's either they're white or another caribbean um but whereas with what with what i've seen of you know the friends that I do have that are, let's say, Ghanaian or the Nigerians that I have associated with, a lot of them are like, no, like, I'm going to marry an African woman. Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to go. Whereas it's very much different with the other, the rest of the diaspora to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I would agree. I feel like African uh, like true like authentic like African culture doesn't really like m- merge into the American culture that well like there's not a good plan because <laughs> they do not like adapt any of really our like 
cultural anything really so it's kind of like our i don't i I mean yeah Yeah. Uh don't group (laughs) no offense guys but some some of y'all americans be moving different yeah very different a lot of things are different we need to have a whole separate episode we just need to like universally get universally develop our own true black culture and agree upon some of the the norms that we're gonna follow because we're all over the place right but yeah I think it's to me like the part that stuck out is really growing up and realizing that might not happen and I think like as black women like we're so crushed like I remember as a teenager always looking at like black men who didn't date black girls like okay like fine but like you feel like it's a betrayal but then as you get older it's like you're realizing like people really find love anywhere and with any really race so I just think like the one Mm -hmm. the guy if we're being real honest the guys that didn't date black girls growing up Mm, like you you wasn't it you're still not it yeah you're it for them but for me personally nah I'm good there's one actually that I was looking at um I came across one of them that went to your high school and (laughs) I know who you're talking about and he dated someone that went to my high school and I just came across this page and I was just like okay I was a little shocked because he was it for me back in the day but (laughs) (laughs) nah nah but I feel like as we get older if you really like when we really look back it's like nah like you're not somebody that I would have ever dated because one our value Mm -hmm. systems don't align and Mm -hmm. secondly like it just you're just not it for me like not saying that there's anything wrong with you dating a white woman or a Hispanic woman or whatever you want but you're just not it for me and that's okay like if I don't want to date a black man then I be a black man can go around and date who he wants to date but it's mm-hmm. questioned when a black woman dates who she wants to date. Yeah, yeah. I think it needs... Honestly, I think people just need to mind their own business as to who everyone or anyone dates, really, if it's not your immediate friend or family. Because, I mean, even that, like, just mind your business. Stay out your I, friend's relationship. Yeah. Leave them alone. It ain't your business. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely, that's a skill I mastered very early on. (laughs) I can be minding my own business. I'm sorry, unless you're getting physically hurt or something. Even then, even then, I don't, I think, no, because my thing is that I'm going to go and stick my nose in something. You're getting abused. And this man, whoever he is, going to be mad at me and try to retaliate towards me just for you to two days, not even two days, maybe a couple hours later, go right back under this man. Nah, sis, you know your business. 
That's yeah. all you you want me to be an ear. You want me to listen. That is fine. Anything further or past that, I cannot help you, my friend. It is yeah. not my not my forte. I will recommend you to a therapist, right? To a domestic violence shelter, but it ain't for me. Mm-mm. Put you in contact with a hotline or two. Yeah, one eight hundred. Yeah, that's a lot. I really don't insert myself into anyone's relationships. And honestly, I don't give really my opinion unless it's very much so asked. But if that's what you like, hey. See, I think that's my problem, though, because I give my opinion. I don't care. (laughs) I'll be quick. Somebody be saying something. I'll be like, you you for real? Like, did I? Did I say (laughs) That's what you really like? That's what you like? (laughs) Nah. Yo, that's a Gemini. (laughs) Because I'm not going to sit here and listen to Tom Foolery and then you think that me not saying something is me co-signing or agreeing with you. Nah, sis, you going to know that I think you're wrong. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. But obviously, it depends on who it is. Like, if it's you... Or my other close friends, I'm gonna be like, you look stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna yeah, keep please. telling you, you look stupid every time you explain it to me so that you can stop explaining yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> but other, so, you know, people, I'd be like, okay, like, mm, all right. Wait, so going back to this discussion though, wait, so you would never date outside of your race? No. Really? I So I don't think it's a matter of dating outside of my race. I think it's more so for me. I don't want my Black son or my Black daughter being raised by a father that is not Black. And it's mm-hmm. not to say, like, it's not to say that I'm going to be like, oh, like, I'll never date you. Like, if we date and things progress, okay. But for me personally, as far as what I see, for my family and how things go, that's not something that I would outwardly seek. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go and look to date somebody because I feel like, I don't know, there's just a lot of stuff and my mouth is very reckless. Mm -hmm. So, you may be cool, you may be good, but we know how families function. We know how families work. Like, let your family say something about my child. It's going to be a problem. Like, Mm -hmm. we, we could fight right here and then. Um, so I think for me, it's not necessarily that I would never date outside my race. It's just not something that I've ever like been interested in or been like, oh, like I want to, like, I feel like a lot of people fetishize black men. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's never, it's not something that would ever be like, oh yeah, I want to go and date you. Like, oh, I really want to go date a Dominican man. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, no, they don't even count. They black. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I'm, I'm no black. I'm the mean again. <laughs> no, you go to DR on the actual island. They know they black. Yeah, they stop the nonsense. But um, like to go out of my way to date like a, a Irish man or an Italian man. It's not that I'm saying I don't find them attractive or I wouldn't mm-hmm. find qualities in them that I love and think are amazing to have a family. I just personally can't see myself being with this person that I love and then your family is dingy. Yeah. And then that messes Yeah. And that messes up your relationship with your family and possibly 
will mess with the relationship that our kids have with your family, with their grandparents, mm-hmm. with their aunts, great aunts and cousins and uncles and all that stuff. Like, no, we're not going to do that. And you're not yeah. going to be calling my kids nappy-headed because we'll fight. <laughs> yeah, that I don't like. I think I, I think I, I pretty much feel this. Just for me, like, I know, like, a lot of biracial children growing up have a lot of identity issues and even like my own family that are biracial like I know like you don't necessarily feel like a part of your own family or your like you know your own parents so like I think that's important and especially like I, I agree like especially being a man and then having to understand like the implications of being a black man in society like you would want your child to kind of have (laughs) someone guiding them they can relate to yeah yeah my black son no like my black son being raised by a white man it's possible white men do it I'm not saying that it's impossible I just personally that's the struggle that I don't I don't plan on picking or choosing for myself I don't want to have to be the one to say this is going to be another struggle that I put on top of my back after already being a black woman now I'm good yeah and I just find it interesting also how we have to really like consider all of that like that's kind of like I guess essentially like the luxury of of being maybe not black or the luxury of not being a black woman is that you don't have to really think about these type of factors. Like, black men, I can't speak for all of them, but I know a lot of them don't really have to sit and consider, okay, like, I mean, some of them are okay with other people raising their black children. And that's why they kids be walking around with their heads looking <laughs> raggedy as hell. Yes, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. But sometimes I'd be like, like blonde mm-hmm. afros. I'd be like, uh-uh, like you could have paid for a hair salon, my guy. But you know what? I won't even talk because there's some black mothers that be doing their kids dirty and I really be worn in a box. Like, give me my fair one because why? No, why no. is your no. daughter coming to school with the same raggedy ponytail she had in before we left for spring break? I understand children mess their hair up, but no. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's definitely not not it for sure at all. But yeah, it's really ghetto though. Like just thinking about like we gotta consider all these factors, plan for our family before we even have a chance. Right here, considering who we like and love. Like, damn, we can't even really have the luxury to like people we like and really think (laughs) about it. Because you have to take all these other factors into consideration. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But I feel like that's also a thing within ethnicities as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like, granted, um, all my friends know this, and I will say this without an issue. I do not want to deal with a Haitian man. (laughs) And I do not want to marry a Haitian man because I don't have the time for it. But I feel like that also, in turn, has a downside because now I'm like, oh, like I gotta deal with this person that don't know how to speak Creole. They don't understand certain like customs or traditions or ways in which we do things or certain ways that or certain things that we don't do. I'm like, mm-hmm. do I really want to deal with that? Like, am I just gonna suck it up and deal with the hate? 
but uh, I don't think he's a man. I think even within ethnicities, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say that because uh, me and an African definitely wasn't gonna work. Uh, they're like oh why is your country like that and I was like like what beautiful oh okay thank you <laughs> like wait what did he mean by why is your country like that he was implying that you know Haiti is very troubled and I was just like well let's not talk certain- about your country sir yeah and that's why I was like you know this your one- history this whole return to return to Africa, return to Ghana, return to that's nice and I all. I could never. I'll return to. But Haiti y'all, y'all Africa. really bigging it up now and and putting my country down in the process. That's not nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I could never like that whole return. No, I will return to Haiti and Haiti alone. Any other country, I'm good. Actually, no, I'll do another country in the in the West Indies and the Caribbean, but. Anything outside of that little area or outside of that close proximity of Haiti, I am good. I will pass. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Because they would have killed me. <laughs> they would have, for sure. <laughs> My mouth is too fresh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I'm interested to here who's who's ever thought of dating outside their race um and i'm curious to see what their experience has has been like like i really wonder our listeners are out here like testing the waters and seeing i have a few friends that i'm just like "Mm, i feel like you're gonna marry someone that's not black but (laughs) one of my close friends is dating somebody white and she loves him i love him too he's amazing Mm-hmm. I just personally I can't, but he's an amazing guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. go ahead, sis, because black men just weren't it for her, and yeah. it'd be like that. It'd be like that as she should. Black women, you date who you want to date, just like black men date who they want to date, and black men exactly. stay out of black women's business forever moving forward. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> Well, guys, we will catch you on our next episode. It's been a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.